This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Coming up on the Special Chronicles Show, episode 391, we welcome Dr. Alicia Bassano, Chief Health Officer of Special Olympics International, for part three of our interview, uh, talking all about all things health, and joining me on, uh, so all that's coming up right now for our Inclusive Health Conversation Series, right here on SpecialChronicles.com. Welcome back to this groundbreaking show on SpecialChronicles.com. My name is Daniel. I am your host and founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Mission Tool for Special Olympics. And uh, join, joining me to co-host this this episode is fellow Southern Survival International Global Mission Tools, Renee and I'm calling in from Hawaii and Hannah calling in from Colorado. Welcome back, Winnie and Hannah. Thank you, Daniel, so much. Such an honor to be here. Thank you so much, Daniel. It's uh honor to be here as well so thank you awesome and let's go ahead and put out we we were having such an awesome conversation um uh during the pre-show be, before the show got started and so we're excited to can c- continue now for all on the digital airwaves so all, all of our listeners to actually hear this awesome conversation wall matching wall wearing glasses three of us all have the same shirts on and uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and put our hands together as we welcome um, back to the, the Special Chronicles show, Dr. Alicia Bassano, all movements, uh, Chief Health Officer at Special Olympics. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here again. Awesome. And and for um, any new listeners, we want to remind them that they can go back and um, and listen to um, that that first 30 minute episode that you were on. I forgot which episode it was, but if if our listeners go to specialchronicles.com/health, they can find that. And me and I forgot what which, which episode that was, but it was. 380 something, 80 something, 80, 380 something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but I'll listen to those as, as I can go back on to special slash health and, and listen. So, um, before we get, get, um, we into, in, introduced for our listeners, I want to remind our listeners that you can go to, um, and I, I, I'm doing all this stuff. <laughs> I don't have my video producer with me. But, um, but I, wa- I want to remind everybody that you can go to 
um, that support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. Please support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. By November 2020, when we celebrate our 12-year anniversary of, uh, of, of podcasting at, at, at Special Chronicles, um, can't believe it's uh, it's been 12 years, but in, in, in celebration, we're trying to raise $12,000 so we can continue to bring you these podcasts. So you can go to specialchronicles.com slash give and click the give now button to uh, help support us today. And with that, why don't we go ahead uh, around the di- the digit the virtual table. If we were in person, then we would be around a actual table, but a uh, virtual table and, and have um, everyone we introduce ourselves. So on the screen, we'll go to... Wene, and then Hannah, and then Dr. Alicia. So um, we introduce yourself, tell us about your family, professional background, and connection to Special Olympics, and our health programs. All right. Well, good morning, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me here again. It's so nice to be back. Um, as was mentioned, my name is Renee Manfredi. I am a Special Olympics athlete from the state of Hawaii. I am also a Sergeant Shriver, International Global Messenger, and Health Messenger. My Special Olympics professional background is that as a health messenger, I have attended several conferences for inclusive health, such as the Inclusive Health Forum for the, for the um, World Games in Abu Dhabi. I've also attended our Grand Rounds at Kaiser for here in Hawaii. And as a health messenger, my primary goal is to um, make offer suggestions and ideas. My, I'm sorry, my primary focus is to talk to doctors and offer suggestions on how best they can treat their, their patients that have intellectual and developmental disabilities. I am also a, a Special Olympics Hawaii staff member. I am the Athlete Leadership and Healthy Communities Assistant. Awesome. Awesome. And um, Hannah? Of course. Uh, thank you, Daniel. My name is Hannah Joy Atkinson. I'm a certain try for international global mass control, health mass control, and a Special Olympic Colorado athlete. In ski racing and cycling, I'm devoted to living a healthy lifestyle. I am an Emmy Award winner as well as a performing audiobook artist for Channel Kindness. I joined Renee in presenting at the Special Olympics North America Health Conference. I, was, I also assisted with Special Olympic Colorado Fitness Challenges and continue with my Cooking Health with Hino series. I have stayed active with my family through this horrific pandemic by cycling, still climbing, running, and doing yoga. I was able to cycle my, with my Special Olympic team using precautions like temperatures, wearing signed in, wearing masks, staying six feet apart, washing hands before and after practice. I have been working hard to stay strong physically and mentally. Thank you. Awesome. And Dr. Uh, Alicia? Yes. Hi, Hi, everybody again. So I'm the Chief Health Officer at Special Olympics International. I've been here for 
just a tiny bit over a year. So I'm looking at the three of you and thinking about the many, many years of experience you all have uh, with Special Olympics. And, and I'm so excited to be able to have this conversation and learn from you. And I've already known, I've gotten to know you all a little bit, and it's so much fun. Uh, you're just the greatest group of people. And I, I think everybody else listening, I think, will enjoy our conversation as well. Um, I first, my big introduction, I think, to Special Olympics, I've worked with kids and adults with developmental disabilities my whole career. And, um, and I've been in Southern California and started a community clinic for kids and adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families. It's an inclusive health clinic um, and moved on did a lot of other work and spent a lot of time teaching, especially teaching healthcare providers, Renee, just like you do um, at UCLA and beyond. Um, and I got to go to the 2015 LA, the World Games in LA. Uh, I don't know if you guys were there. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, so I was sitting in the stands and I, 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 I've told the story a couple of times, but my kids were sitting next to me and they were just, just, enthralled they were looking at this thinking wow they're thinking that they're at the 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 other olympics and when i was just i was there and i had tears streaming in my eyes and i was saying this is the way it needs to be i want to work here these are the these are the people i want to be with this is the these are the people i want to serve um and so luck as luck had it when the position came open i i kept in touch I became a volunteer at uh, a clinical director in Southern California. And then when this position came, uh, became available, uh, I grabbed it. So I'm so thrilled to be here. Um, and I'm so happy to hear from all of you, especially Hannah. Very impressive to be able to hear that you're continuing your activities and returning to activities safely with our returning to activities protocols. Um, so I hope we get to talk about that and really hear from you uh from the from the perspective of an athlete and how it's going yeah awesome well we'll get all all we'll get into all that doing the um program and uh i was uh, noted behind the scenes that that up that episode, first episode that you were on dr alicia for this inclusive health conversation series was episode 381 of the special chronicle show uh so just uh i to let everybody know, and we'll put a link in the in the description of this episode. Um, if people want to go back and listen, um, but now let let's go ahead and um, and and we we covered a little bit more of your your backstory, Doctor Leecher, in that episode three hundred eighty one. Um, but for this episode three hundred ninety one, which is <laughs> it's it's kind of fitting that it's it was ten episodes ago. Uh, so, um, but let, let's go ahead. We're going to go, we were going to try to play a couple of video clips, but we're going to share the audio with our listeners. So first up is a two minute, two and a half minute video from Renee, and then we'll hear a five minute video from Hannah, um, on their, um, health messenger self-advocacy video. And so here's Renee. Oh, wait, I should, yes. uh, I should unmute the uh, the <laughs> the channel. Here we go. So here's Winnie with her health messenger self advocacy video. Aloha, my name is Renee Manfredi, and I am a Special Olympics athlete from Hawaii. 
I compete in basketball, softball, swimming, and soccer. I am also a global messenger, a health messenger, and a Sergeant Shriver International Global Messenger. I wanted to share about a struggle that I have going to the doctor. Because my disability can't be seen, some people question if I even have a disability. This is always frustrating because it makes me feel like I have to prove that I have a disability. The reason I want you to know I have a disability is so that you will help me because I might need something explained to me in a different way. Or I might need my mom to join me for my doctor's appointments to help me advocate for myself and I want my doctors to understand that. With COVID-19, there have been new encounters that I've had to face. So I thought I would share some information that might help prepare you for what you may encounter so that you can be a strong self-advocate for your health needs. During this time of COVID-19, hospitals and doctors are taking extra precautions. Whether you go to a hospital or a doctor's office, you may be stopped at the door by a healthcare professional who will ask you some questions. They will ask you personal questions like your name and date of birth. They will also ask you if you have any symptoms. This is a great opportunity to use the About Me form to help communicate your needs to your healthcare providers. The staff that greets you in front of the hospital will be wearing PPE or protective gear and may need to test you for COVID-19. It is important that you cooperate for this test. The hospital staff may ask your family or your support person to leave. Know that you can ask for this person to stay with you. In many cases, asking for support has worked for this person to stay. But if your family or support person has to leave, you may be able to call them on the phone or do a video call while speaking with your doctor. Even though this time can be overwhelming and maybe a little scary, remember it is important for you to advocate for your own health needs. Oh, uh, I shouldn't unmute myself. I want to mention that you can um, watch these videos. Uh, we will put a link in the show notes uh, for this episode 391 on specialchronicles.com. If you would like to watch these these um, these videos, we'll put a link to where you can watch them. And now next up will be uh, Hannah with her Health Messenger Self-Advocacy video message uh, right here on specialchronicles.com. Hi, my name is Hannah Atkinson. I'm a Special Olympics athlete from Colorado. I participate in skiing and cycling. I'm also a Sergeant Cycle International Global Mass Central. Today, I'm here to talk to you about the importance of being a good advocate for your own health. That is more important than ever right now with COVID-19. Paul offering a good advocate is getting the most out of your doctor visits. Sometimes when I go to the doctor, I forget to ask all of the questions I have relating to my health. Even though we know doctors and nurses or there to help us. Visits with the doctor's office can be intimidating. I have learned to write down my questions, so I don't forget to ask all of them. 
I also bring someone that I trust to my doctor visits. That way I have an extra person to listen to, to the answers, and maybe think of up questions. Right now, everyone is concerned about COVID-19. When it comes to health issues, I think knowledge is power. We all should be aware of the symptoms that can develop for COVID-19. These symptoms may appear two to 14 days after exposure. Let's review them, starting with shortness of breath. Some of things that might happen with shortness of breath include tightness in your chest, feeling like you need to take more and or deeper breaths, feeling like your body cannot get enough oxygen quickly enough, so you get lightheaded, feeling fainting. Shortness of breath can happen over a long period of time, or it can come on a suddenly. Right out of the blue, sometimes it can even strike while you're resting, like maybe you're sitting quietly at home. We need to listen. We need to know and listen to our bodies. During these days of staying at home, exercise is still really important. Cardio exercises is part of that. But if you find yourself unable to recover, your breathing normally after working out it is something you need to tell your doctor about. And if you experience extreme pain in your chest, confusion, or blue or have bluish lips or face, don't wait. Call 911 and go to the hospital immediately. You should also can contact your doctor or if you have at least two of these other symptoms of COVID-19. People of at least 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.8 degrees Celsius or higher. Cough, chills, repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headache, Short throat, loss of taste or smell. I know this time can be a little scary, but remember, it's important for you to be an advocate for your health more than anyone else. You know when you're not feeling right. We are all brave Special Olympics athletes, and we need to be bored in the questions we ask and bold in seeking out help from healthcare professionals. They are there to help us. Finally, we are so grateful to those healthcare professionals who are saving lives every day. They truly are heroes. Awesome. And once again, that was um, Hannah. Uh, with her um, uh, video message, we will put links in the show notes on Special Chronicles 
com uh, for uh, episode 391 where you can go and check out these videos and now I'll um, for the sake of time, we, we want to quickly move on to Winnie and Hannah's segments of that they're hosting. But uh, I'll give you all, all a brief moment to comment on those videos. Um, and I, I, I believe um, backstage in the in the chat, um, there was a, something that you wanted to bring up, Dr. Alicia. But uh, I'll, 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 I'll give you that opportunity now as, as well as um, for us all to share comments on those videos well first of all i loved the videos i think that they were fantastic and incredibly helpful for all of us to be able to look at and and listen to and understand um uh, that that breakdown of exactly what's going to be happening when you're coming into the hospital setting that you know you're you're looking you're sick and you're trying to interact with healthcare professionals and they're all in their PPE and their gowns and their masks and so forth. And they're coming at you with the, with the COVID testing. I think it's really important to just know that and be prepared for that. And that's what everybody's going through. Um, and to know that you can ask people to stay with you and that you, if they can't stay in person, they can stay on the phone or, or using video. Um, I think that's incredibly important to know. And I'm so glad that it was in this in those films, you really represented that so, so well. And then also really thinking about um, describing those symptoms. I know it's really hard to understand what shortness of breath feels like a lot of times, especially if you haven't experienced it. So it was really helpful, some of the words that you used to really describe that, um, Hannah. So both of you, and then um, seeking out, I, I noticed that you said, you know, we, the healthcare providers are there to help you. And I think that is so, that's the best uh, characterization that we really need to remember, that their job is to help you. And if you don't feel like getting helped, you're, you don't feel like you're getting helped, well, there's something wrong there. And it's not wrong with you. It's wrong with the experience. It's wrong with the, with the healthcare professional and the setting and what's going on. And, and, I, and we want you to feel empowered to be able to do something about it and to speak up and to get what you need out of that experience. And one of the ways that we can do that, um, that can help prepare for that is the about me form. And I know, I think, um, I think Renee, you mentioned it uh, and it's, it's, um, it's on our uh, special Olympics website, uh, specialolympics.org under the COVID page, the resources page for COVID and it helps to organize your thoughts and answer questions that are the pretty typical questions that healthcare professionals are going to be asking you. Uh, the, and so the more clear that you can be with them, um, I think the more you'll get what you want out of the visit too. So thank you both. Uh, I, I loved both of the videos. I, I hope that and I expect that all your listeners um, will really, really appreciate it as well. Awesome. So I'm I'm just putting a, um, a few things on the screen for our listeners to that uh, to make sure that 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 they know that health professionals are there to help you, and we want you to feel empowered. And then um, also, if you go to, we'll put the links in the show notes on specialchronicles.com for this episode 391. But um, if you go to specialolympics.org and look under COVID-19 resources page, I believe that's. Correct. So, 
with that, just for the sake of time, we'll um, move on, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let Wene take over segment two, and then after that, we'll take a two-minute sponsor break, and when we come back, then Hannah will lead segment three, and we'll take another short little um, one-minute break, and we'll come back with our final thoughts. So that's just for um, um, uh, everybody on this episode as well as our, our listeners to, to know what to look forward to. So when they will be um, leading segment two, we'll take a two-minute sponsor break. Hannah will lead the third segment. We'll take about a one-minute sponsor break, come back for final thoughts and uh, social media plugs and resource plugs. And, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go ahead and... Uh, you're listening to the Special Chronicles show. Are you on specialchronicles.com? And I'll let Wene take over this uh, second segment. Thank you very much, Daniel. And thank you, Dr. Bassano, for answering that question about the About Me form. I have a, fr- a few more questions I would like to ask you. First of all, as an advocate for health, how can a person with a disability best advocate for themselves during this pandemic? Well, first of all, it's very important to understand how COVID-19 is impacting people with disabilities and people with intellectual disabilities, particularly. Um, there are there are indications that there's a higher risk of pretty serious illness and not as, um, and some pretty severe outcomes from COVID. So um, it's really important to understand that as you're thinking about what kinds of activities you're doing and what kinds of activities you're doing in person, particularly um, those of people who have high risk medical conditions do need to be more cautious um, because the consequences, what happens after you get COVID is worse. Um, So the best way that you can advocate for yourself is to do everything that you, you hear about um, to make sure that you're preventing and keeping your risk low for COVID. First, wearing that mask um, for yourself and for others. Secondly, staying that six feet distant from every from other people um, outside of your family. And then third, washing your hands uh, frequently, making sure that you use either hand gel or soap and water for 20 seconds minimum. Um, again, uh, the those are the prevention for COVID, but also keeping yourself healthy and fit, healthy in both mind and body is going to keep your immune system strong. And that's also going to be preventing COVID. So what we're looking at is, is helping with fitness, um, making sure that you continue your daily activities, um, continue those activities, Renee, that you were talking about and, um, and Hannah, that you are talking about that you're doing. Um, just doing them safely. And then also your nutrition, making sure you're eating healthy. You don't gain that uh, quarantine 15, um, that you're drinking water um, and I will, and, and that you're sleeping well and that you're getting uh, what you need to do to, to be able to cope um, using your uh, skills in terms of making sure your mental health is strong as well whether that's definitely through physical activities because that's tremendously helpful and also through not, we might have to be physically distanced, but really not being socially distanced, being socially close to people, even if you have to be physically further apart. So keeping those people around you who care about you and who you care about and want to give to keeping them close and then doing things 
like mindfulness, like the yoga that you were talking about that we also know help keep uh, your mind strong as well. Um, what we found in our COVID survey, we, we, we surveyed athletes around the globe and most of our athletes actually are doing things to protect themselves from COVID. Um, but one third were not doing all three of those COVID prevention things, making sure that you're doing the hand washing, the distancing and wearing a mask. And I'll say the biggest gaps were in wearing a mask. I just really wanna stress that wearing a mask is incredibly important. Um, and, and if we can continue to do that and expand and remember to do that, make it easy to do that, it really will go very far in preventing COVID. Oh. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Bizzano. And is very helpful. In fact, here in Hawaii, we are required to wear our masks outside. So there is no problem with the mask wearing. And I agree with what you're saying about the physical fitness and activities. Special Olympics Hawaii has gone over and beyond to make certain that all the athletes are included virtually. We have live workouts. We have dance parties, all kinds of physical activities to keep us active. We even had our first virtual Alkake Classic season that focus was physical fitness, and we will be having another one for the Holiday Classic. So kudos to Special Olympics Hawaii for ensuring that all the athletes are included, they're active, and not just, and not isolated. Fantastic. You know, we did find on our survey that 75% of the athletes were feeling more isolated than before COVID. It really is a problem, and, and really it is. Kudos, congratulations to Special Olympics Hawaii. And I know that the Special Olympics programs around the world are reaching out to the athletes. And when the athletes are connected with their programs, in our survey, we found that those were the athletes who were actually also doing more preventive measures for COVID. They were the ones who were more often using their uh uh, masks and social distancing and washing their hands. So those connections really do make a difference. They do. They sure do. And for my next question, and thank you for the advice, you mentioned the About Me form, and that's really great. But do you have any other suggestions about how advocates can prepare for their doctor's appointments? Are there any other specific ideas or suggestions or anything else that they can bring so the medical team can best support them? Oh, thank you. Um, the, the About Me form, I think, is a great start. And if, if I can just add one more suggestion, um, I, I would say, first of all, the, the videos that you were just, that you had prepared, that both of you had prepared are really helpful, I, I, I think, for the, the people who I've, I've talked to. Um, and then also just preparing in your mind. So um, uh, practicing before you actually go can be very, very helpful. Um, so so I, would, I would leave you with that. I know we have to do a sponsor break right now, but mm -hmm. the more you can practice what you're doing and be familiar with it, I think that helps prepare you. Awesome. Thank well you so much, Dr. Bizzano. That's actually a really good suggestion. So thank you. Awesome. The 
That is so. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead for the um, we um, we'll we a little bit behind schedule, so we'll go ahead and take a take a quick sponsor break. When we come back, we will heal from uh, Hannah. She leads our third segment with prevention tips and concerns for our special Olympics community during this global pandemic COVID nineteen. All that is coming up right after the break, right here on the Special Chronicles show. Our inclusive health conversations series continues right after the break. Hi, my name is Lisa Noble, and I'm a Combat Energy Force Ambassador and an athlete with Special Olympics Illinois. Hi, my name is Daniel Spukowski, and I also am a Combat Energy Force Ambassador and founder of a company called Special Chronicles. The Combat Energy Force program is a program that hires people with disabilities to teach the public how to save energy and money. It's the country's first energy efficiency program of its kind. Saving energy is especially important while everyone is at home due to COVID-19. We're using more electricity than ever before. Just think about how many more times you are opening the refrigerator door these days. And while the economy is stressed, it's more critical than ever to save money where we can. Following these steps can save energy and money in this time of COVID-19. Wash your clothes in cold water and use the dryer sparingly. Your dryer can take up to seven times more energy than the washroom. Turn off and unplug any electrical devices or power strips you are not using. Electrical devices can continue to zap power even when turned off if they're still plugged in. We call them vampire devices. Use LED bulbs. They use 25% less energy than incandescent bulbs and last up to 25 times longer. Saving you lots of money over time. Keep your refrigerator between 35 and 38 degrees. And be sure to use energy style appliances. And last but not least, check out comments.com slash home savings for more tips and rebates. Lisa and I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. Remember, we are all in this together. Stay healthy. And stay safe. Bye. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. Please support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. This episode is brought to you by Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Come out as polling lives and really is polling us here at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. We thank comrade for the general support of Special Chronicles. And we hope that you will continue to uh, support us at SpecialChronicles.com as we're trying to raise $12,000 by November 2020 for our 12-year celebration of podcasting at Special Chronicles. And a brief before we head back to for Hannah Lee, the, the, the third segment, we have a quick PSA for the Inclusion Revolution, and hopefully you all will join us. We'll join Dr. Alicia, we'll join Renee, we'll, we'll join Hannah, we'll join myself uh, in a part of this Inclusion Revolution movement. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality, 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 dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. 
We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay at home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. You're listening to the Special Chronicles show right here on SpecialChronicles.com. You just hold a quick PSA for the Inclusion Revolution. We invite you all to go to jointherevolution.org to sign the Inclusion Pledge, watch the 50 Game Changers uh, videos, and much more. And that last thing was a PSA for the Inclusion Revolution. I mean, that last one was a PSA for the... <laughs> for COVID-19 from the from the CDC. Uh, they... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Trying to uh, let me go ahead and uh, and uh, tone it over to Hannah for her to lead. We we covered a little bit at the top at the top of the episode, but I'll go ahead and tone it over to Hannah for uh, to lead the third segment. So thank you, um, Daniel, for that. So thank you all for covering with that. And th- my first um, my first comment was going to say is you just covered some prevention tips already. So my Question for you, Dr. Alicia, is top com- prevention tips for dealing with COVID-19. Do you have like any mental health tips for us? Oh, I, th- I think that's uh, an excellent, excellent question. We actually do, and we have mental health tips actually on our website as well um, through our Strong Minds program. So there's a there are a number of them. I mentioned a couple of them, like making sure you stay active and have a routine, um, making sure you have an opportunity to have people around you who you're interacting with. Getting regular sleep is incredibly important to your emotional regulation. Um, Making sure that you have some ability to, when things don't go well, um, making sure you have some strategies that you know about already, that you kind of know yourself when they when they aren't when things aren't going perfectly you know that might be meditation um that might be listening to music um that might be talking to a friend what uh, those are all very wonderful active coping strategies and those are the kinds of things that we want you to be doing that are effective in getting you out of that bad mood when you've got just that you know that voice in your head that's just telling you oh my god when is this going to end I can't take this anymore. I'm not good enough. Um, I just, I, I, I am failing. Um, that this is enough. This isn't worth it. All of those questions, those are those voices in your head. You can switch those by doing some of these coping mechanisms. Um, and, and that's what we are encouraging in strong minds. And we can help you do that too, through your program as well. I want, um, before Hannah continues, I I want to just, briefly bring up um, as a part of the strong minds um, to uh, if you could talk about like um, meditating and how um, how how as athletes we can 
um, in addition to yoga and 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 uh, and, and everything, but like how did do, do, do you have any tips for us to help us with to uh, meditate? And I, I believe like um, I heard on this podcast, there's an app called um, I'm trying to find it on my phone here. It's called maybe I don't have it anymore. But the, those there's some I, I think it's from Headspace. Studios, I think. I, I I think that's the name of the app. It's called Headspace. But do you want to comment on 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 that and any other resources to help us to, uh, when it comes to meditating? Yeah, absolutely. There are a number of fantastic meditation apps. There's um and and I'll take one second to talk to about what meditation is and what it can do. So really, when you meditate, you get in touch. You, you help yourself to get in touch with what's happening right now. Those thoughts that are, that are racing about the future or those regrets about the path, past, those are um, distractions. And what you really want to do is to get into your sense of the moment. So where are you, what are you sensing in the moment? Using your five senses to recognize that and using your breath to make that happen and to be at one with the moment to let those thoughts go um, because they're clouds, their thoughts are clouds. And if you can recognize that clouds are just going to move by, um, but, and if you can kind of just let yourself feel and not be judgmental about that feeling, that's what meditation can do because then you're going to feel differently in a moment, even when you are having those bad feelings. So not only does meditation let you do that and it lets you move from those negative thoughts to, to calmness, um, but it can also actually improve pain um, and it can Im- improve um, a number of other uh, health conditions as well. Um, and it, it, it can actually also help your mental health and your well-being and your health habits. So that's why we recommend it. Um, we also can... Um, you know, there are a number of apps. One of them that I have on my phone is Calm. There are apps for children on meditation. Um, there are some really nice ones where um, you think about breathing like your different kinds of animals. Um, and there are different kinds of meditation. Like you don't have to sit there just completely quiet. Sometimes you can actually do active meditation, like a walking meditation or even an eating meditation where you take a raisin and you put it in your mouth and you actually try to uh, chew the raisin and concentrate on the raisin for as long as you possibly can and think and, and recognize and feel all the sensations, um, the taste, the touch from your tongue, the smell of that in your mouth. Um, and that actually does quite a bit for calming your body down. Awesome. So we'll have to put a, try to put a link to that Calm Meditation app, uh, uh, as well as the Strong Minds um, resources on SpecialChronicles.com for this yeah. episode. And get some raisins. And raisins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 got some raisins in my kitchen right on the uh, on the other side of this wall. So <laughs> there's your challenge. Can think about can you possibly how long can you chew that raisin for? And really be in the moment and feel it. So um, there are a, a number of uh, activities that Strong Minds does. There are about 30 different activities like this that Strong Minds has to improve your, um, to improve your emotional well-being. 
um, including some really nice meditation ideas as well. So they're available on the website. I, I, I really highly recommend using those because our team has been fantastic in, in working with some a number of athletes and families and, um, and uh, psychologists to put all that together. Awesome. I'll go ahead and turn it back over to Hannah uh, uh, to continue the segment. Definitely. Thank you, Daniel. And wow, your ideas are so insightful, by the way, uh, Alicia, because it's true. It's very insightful. That's the first thing I want to say. And then my two questions, oh, one of the questions I have for you is, how is Special Olympics International supporting athletes during this challenging time of COVID-19? So, as we've talked about, many of the athletes are feeling isolated. They're really used to doing their routines and going to work and working out and meeting friends and being at Special Olympics to do that. And everyday life has changed for, for all of us, really. And you've seen athletes yourselves, you're, you're coping. Some days are better than others. Um, we are trying to follow the physical distancing. Um, but we at Special Olympics are really trying to stay connected to the athletes. Um, we're providing this community online, um, the sense of belonging by trying to communicate and reach out and make sure the athletes know um, what's what we are able to do, um, the at-home resources, the fitness, the emotional well-being that we were talking about with strong minds, the nutrition classes, um, and really trying as much as we can to keep connected. The virtual games along those lines as well. Um, and the more we do this, the more we're going to be uh, bringing out as well um, in the months to come, uh, more and more resources to really try to meet this need for our athletes. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that's a really good response. And uh, when you were talking about the resources, I was going to ask is, where can we actually find the resources to share with, you know, Special Olympics and their athletes? They are on our Special Olympics uh, website, specialolympics.org. And there's a COVID link uh, on the homepage. Immediately just click on the COVID link and you'll get those. Um, there, there are resources for athletes and families, and there are resources for the programs also. I, I know we're out of time, it looks like. Yep. Yeah. So, so we're going to quickly, quickly move ahead. I want to make a quick note uh, that um, um, uh, backstage, we were told that um, at Special Olympics, we have developed a pack of about 30 cards that can be printed and or used digitally featuring all the strong minds activities. These cards are all, all designed to be used by athletes, coaches, families, teachers, right? Yes, so. absolutely. And we have all of that um, available on our website. We also have our information on return to activities um, in terms of our, we spent a long time. It was a really difficult decision to decide to have to suspend in-person activities and we're in the phases of reopening. That's going to take quite a long time. We do not expect large events this year. Um, and we are in a phased approach. So um, going slowly forward to make sure that we're doing everything that we need to, to, to make sure that we're preventing COVID um, during any kinds of 
practices or activities that we're having. Um, and you can find information about our return to activities also on our website. Awesome. And so for video viewers, uh, I put I put that banner, that link at the bottom, special on the base.org. But we'll, we'll, we'll also for our podcast listeners, we'll put a link to the COVID um, page um, on uh, in the show notes for this episode 391 on specialchronicles.com. And speaking of um, speaking of the show notes, we want to remind you that you can follow us uh, at you. You can go to specialchronicles.com. That's specialchronicles.com to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. All of our social media links are linked on specialchronicles.com. That's also the place to go to find the show notes. Just click the banner for the Special Chronicles show. Um, or we'll, we'll, wherever you're listening to the show, look in the, in the description of this episode and you will find the, um, the way the the page for this episode where we'll put all these links and resources on there. Uh, and we want to remind you that you can also go to uh, specialolympics.org to, uh, to follow Special Olympics International on their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, as well as find the COVID-19 resources, Strong Minds, and other health resources any other so- social media plugs that you have, Dr. Alicia or Winnie or Hannah, um, that you want to mention? We'll, we'll also link the videos in the show notes on specialchronicles.com. But any other um, pl- uh, resource, social media plugs? Uh, I think that uh, we could certainly provide those to you. And I, I want to just thank you, Daniel, for having me. Um, and, and it's been such a pleasure to talk to you and Renee and Hannah. It's so incredibly important um, that we're having these conversations about inclusive health and what this looks like in the time of COVID. Um, and it's been such a pleasure to talk to you and uh, Renee and Hannah as advocates like and, and making sure that um, people like you are out there and sharing your, your experiences, sharing um, the, the wonderful advice that you give. So I, I'm awesome. just incredibly appreciative that you are, uh, that, that you have given me the honor of spending this time with you. Awesome. So with that, do you want to share any advice for our special Olympics community and what inclusion means to you and final thoughts on your overall time here today on the Special Chronicle Show? We'll start with you, Dr. Alicia, and then we'll go to Wene and Hannah as well. Thank you. Um, it, what does inclusion mean to me? Inclusion means that people with intellectual disabilities have the same quality access to healthcare, that doctors have the same, have the training necessary to take care of people and serve people with intellectual disabilities so that nobody with intellectual disabilities um, feels excluded, has poor experiences doesn't feel cared for and is served poorly uh, with poor quality healthcare. That's that's our goal with inclusion is to make sure that everybody gets the healthcare that they need. Awesome. And uh, Wene and Hannah. Um, I want to say thank you, Dr. Vizzano. You really hit the nail on the head about inclusive health. I truly agree with everything that you're saying. Inclusion means to me that everyone, whether or not they have a disability, is included in all activities. 
and not just going to the doctor. They are included in work, going to school. They are included in relationships, having a family, getting married, all the things that we as individuals with IDD long for, but people look at us and say, nah, that's not possible. Well, we think it is. So thank you so much. So thank you um, very much um, for all of you guys' awesome insights. Thank you, Dr. Alicia, for all the insights that you have about inclusive health and when not. So thank you for that. Um, so what inclusion means to me is following all people. Every person has rights, should be celebrated for their gifts. Is what inclusion means to me. And then for my final, final thoughts is... Live your life with an open heart and lead by example, because I believe in Dr. Alicia and Renee and Daniel is definitely leading by example. So thank you. Awesome. And I want to also thank you, Dr. Alicia, for taking the time. Uh, I agree as well with um, uh, everything that you said about uh, the importance of, of inclusive health. And, uh, and I am, and, uh, I, I definitely agree that that uh, as we continue to get the, this message out um, by Winnie, Hannah, and myself sharing all stories on, on behalf of the over six million athletes across the globe, and as well as you um, uh, talking with the health professionals, um, um, thank you for uh, for your work and all of our work to really encourage uh in inclusive health so we can all live in the site in this society together so thanks again for coming on this 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 um special chronicle show let's get our, our, our guest is by dr alicia basano chief health officer at special olympics and co-hosting along with me has been um Wene from special olympics hawaii and hannah from special olympics colorado I uh, and I am Daniel from Special Olympics Illinois. Uh, you have been listening to the Special Chronicle Show. This has been episode 391 of the Special Chronicle Show. Remember, go to specialchronicles.com to listen, subscribe to our, all, all of our podcasts. And uh, so you never miss an episode. We have new episodes dropping weekly on specialchronicles.com and podcast apps everywhere. So we'll see you right back here next week. Remember, stay subscribed all of October. We have new episodes dropping of a Unified at Work series live from Hohel International Airport. So all that is really exciting. We'll be bringing you all that in celebration of National Disability Employment Awareness Month. So stay right here on SpecialChronicles.com. We'll be back next week. And until then, remember, choose to include. Until next week, remember, choose to include. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Uh,